Well, welcome to Just Another Podcast. I'm Justin, and I've got Brian here again with me. Uh, Brian joined us for episode four uh, to talk about Unrest Coffee, but this time he's coming back as my co-host, right? I mean, like this is the first one of Whoa. the new normal, I would say, the new normal. The uh, new normal. Brian's going to join us every other week, hopefully, uh, barring schedules, but it may be back-to-back weeks, depending on what's going on or what guests are on and so on, but um, we'll do some chatting and just, you know. Just fill the blanks. That's what yeah, I'm Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Brian already told me if my microphone stops working, he's taking over the podcast, so yeah. we're all ready for that. So, um, how It'll are you, no Brian? It'll no longer be just another podcast. It'll be- it will be Brian another podcast? Yes, just another Brian podcast. Because I've there got probably, all kinds. There probably is another person called the Just Another Brian podcast. There is just another sports podcast. I know that much. Oh, but Brian would be able to talk about NBA Celtics, and that's about it. That's that's about as deep as I go. And I could talk a little Patriots. Okay, there you go. Well, maybe a little 2004 Red Sox. <laughs> You could talk. Technically, you probably could talk a little bit of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers too, because you know a little bit about Brady. I know so, half that team. And so. Gronkowski. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? I'm doing well. I think I'm I'm doing well. You know, getting used to the new normal around here. I uh, got getting my office set up in this in the basement here and trying to figure out the feng shui of the room. Um, but we're working on that. Other than that, it's going pretty good. I've been hitting it hard out in the yard, doing a lot of yard work. Cut down a whole bunch of branches yesterday. It was wild. What's the temperature in the pool? Oh, I purposely don't have a thermometer just so you don't check you it all the time. People come over, they're <laughs> like, "What's the temp?" I'm like, oh, "It's pretty warm." <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my so, friends Mike and Karen, they have a temperature, a thermometer in their pool, and they still go, "Ah, it's pretty warm." I got there on went there Friday for a quick swim and it was like 70 and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, it's pretty warm. I'm like, I get in there. I'm like, I know I grew up in new England and you know, we still swim in the ocean, which is cold, but that was like a little bit to the point where I'm like, it was only 70 degrees out. I'm not going to jump in a 70 degree pool. (laughs) It sounds warm, but (laughs) I bet ours is, I bet ours is in the the mid seventies. If I had to guess. I mean, is it in the sun all the time? It gets the sun like the first half of the day. And then, um, but we have a solar cover on it right now. I've been really trying to use that a lot more this year. So I think that's really keeping a lot of the heat in. And Do you have to put water in it a lot or does it just stay pretty up? I mean, you have kids, so I don't know if it like splash around a lot or. Um, no, they don't really. I, I do put some water in a couple of times through the summer just because it like evaporates a mm. little bit here and there um, just to keep the skimmer going and all that scientific pool stuff. But. <laughs> Um, but no, it's going well. Our pool's up and running. Got a new lawnmower the other day. The riding? Oh, that's a zero turn John Deere. Oh. Tell you what, she hums. <laughs> it's nice. It's a good mower. You know it's, how old you are right now is the fact that, you know, oh, you're I not even so that much old. older than I am, that you're excited about a lawnmower. That's that's awesome. Like I've been pulling, I've been scheming to get this lawnmower for well over a year and then finally i did it so very Coffee business is booming he gets to buy a uh, new lawnmower right <laughs> right yes <laughs> everyone who bought coffee from me i'm now riding on it so question for you are if someone buys coffee from you in your neighborhood will you deliver it on the lawnmower or 
I could. I could. I haven't. I haven't yet. That'd be a whole new. I might have to like charge a service charge or something. <laughs> Pay for gas. Mow your mow the lawn on the way there, so everybody's lawn gets mowed one strip <laughs> across the whole way. Yeah. I picked up coffee at a uh, Brian's house on uh, last week, um, and Taylor goes, "Yeah, Brian has kids, right?" <laughs> yeah. No, I just have all those toys that are everywhere. I swear, I spend probably half my evenings just bringing all the toys back into my garage every night. It's That's what having kids is. Yeah. Well, my dad used to tell me he had kids for me to mow the lawn. So eventually, but then I'd say, if you get a zero-turn nice lawnmower, who, why do you want your kid to mow the lawn? You can go out there and mow it. So, yeah, like Jude was mowing the lawn uh, the end of last year. He was doing a pretty decent job. We had a ride in lawnmower, just the old, like the old school riders. And he'd do a, a decent job. I'd have to go back and I, like, I'm one of those guys. I'm that guy. Like I like the nice lines. I like I, this, this past week I did a nice diagonal pattern on my lawn. And so I mowed a different direction each week. And so it was a little bit, it was tough for me to let him mow, but I let him mow last year and I had to kind of fix it here and there. And then, um, but once I got the zero turn, I'm like, sorry, buddy daddy's gonna mow <laughs> and and it's it's tricky too i mean it's not it's a little harder to kind of yeah. figure out the steering on it it takes a little bit of getting used to so i've let him drive it a little bit i haven't let him mow officially yet because i don't want him to destroy anything <laughs> well we when we were living in norrington across like basically across the street from where i live now and they um my dad we had a riding lawnmower and my dad would let us mow with that, my dad would be like, you guys just try to drive as fast as you possibly can on that thing. And then like, you can tell where like bumps were because we'd get, we'd get a little air. And then it'd come down and the, the mower would like hit the dirt. And you'd see dirt fly <laughs> out of the side of it. We're like, oh, okay, dad. Yeah. Well, like the newer ones, they, they usually cut the deck off, like to stop the blades going when you get up off the seat. So it's Jude, our front lawn's pretty a little bit bumpy in some spots because we've had some work done and trucks have been on it. So and last year he would be like riding and just like it kept turning the mo the, the mower blades off because he wasn't heavy enough. Heavy enough, yeah. So, That's <laughs> I don't have that problem apparently. <laughs> but yeah. so yeah, um, I yeah. want to make sure everything's working correctly here. We got a new microphone set up here for me. You're all fancy. Just getting that all used to. Well, the funny thing is, I got a new laptop too for work. <laughs> So I was going to use that. I was like, oh, I'll use the new laptop, you know, maybe a little bit faster, a little bit better video probably. Well, it uses USB-C only because the new MacBooks only use USB-C. It's not a complaint because I'm an Apple person through and through. But what the complaint is, I'm using this Tascom um, audio mixer that goes in USB. And I have these little adapters. They're like USB-C on one end and USB on the other end. And it doesn't register correctly. Yet, so I bought a cable on Amazon that hasn't showed up yet. It plugs into the back of the, the Tascom and goes into my USB-C. So hopefully that will fix it. So we're on the old laptop right now. Um, oh, but, you know, I, I had, to, yeah. <laughs> had to settle, right? The, the, the picture quality. I don't know if I want to get a better quality image on me. You know? That's what I've like, been saying. It's know? like certain people, you're like, why do we want to watch some news people <laughs> on HD? It's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, please turn that off. Well, but, that, uh, well podcast working. is going well then. You, yeah, you know, yeah. Upgrading all upgrade. your stuff here. 
I heard you're Which, buying your co-host a new microphone and camera pretty soon. That's cool. Pretty, yeah, you know, we have a whole audio engineering crew to come to your house and sit in your set house. I'm the one that's going to be remote. I'll be remote. You'll right. be actually in the studio. I'll set the studio up. But uh, yeah, the funny thing is I, I had my laptop I've had for six years and it is great. My, I've, I have this my third MacBook and I've never really had an issue with the MacBook. I think I've replaced the battery on one. And yeah. that's only because it actually like exploded. Like I went away for the weekend and came back and I opened the laptop up and the whole mouse pad was like lifted. Oh yeah. And all that stuff. And I'm like, what the heck? So that I had to take problem. the Yeah. I yeah. replaced the mouse pad or the mouse pad and the and the battery. Um, but like this computer, if I was just like a normal person and didn't do graphic design um for a living. I would be able to probably have this laptop for another three or four years, no issues. Like oh, yeah. I could easily surf the web on it. I can easily type documents on it. I could easily do a bunch of stuff on it. Adobe has progressed so far with their software that the hardware needs to catch up. And yeah. so I would That's go to do sorry. things and I'd go to save files and it would be like, like the fan would come running and the whole thing would get hot. And, and so I brought it up to work and I was just like, Hey, I, you know, just want to put the bug in your ear. Cause I don't want to just drop the hammer on you in six months when I'm like, I really need a new laptop, you know, yeah. don't worry about it. So on. And they're like, no, we got to get you the tools you need. So I went online and ordered a new laptop. It took like 18 hours to get here from California. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, I ordered it one afternoon. The next morning, the guy from FedEx was at the door. Here you go. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's crazy. I have a, a MacBook pro that we got in 2010, maybe 2011. Um, and that thing's still kicking. I use it all the time for like, um, managing orders and like printing shipping labels and stuff like that. Cause it, it works fine. And then I have a newer MacBook pro that's still older that it was Gretchen's old computer from, from church. And the, it's like a MacBook pro and it was like all upgraded. Like it had like upgraded, uh, graphics cards and Ram and all that stuff. But the, the monitor just like, stops working just randomly and then it won't turn on like the computer works it's just the screen doesn't go so i've been working on trying to get a just a monitor to be able to use that because that one's a little bit better but i i do like macs just last forever it's I unbelievable hate, i just hate the way they're like oh you know let's we'll give you two USB-C ports that should be enough Oh, and, and oh, you're charging? Sorry, you yeah. can't do anything else. You just got to charge that laptop. And so I ran I, into that, like, what? They're stingy. Three years ago, four years ago, four years ago now, when I worked at the church in Massachusetts, um, one of our, which would probably be five years now, our new worship director came in, and he needed a new laptop. So we ordered, I went on. I honestly will always order from Apple's refurbished section on their website. It's hard to find for most people because I think they want you to go ahead and buy the new ones, not the refurbished ones. Right. But if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the apple.com website, there's a little thing that says clearance and refurbished in one of those like sitemap at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And you click on that and you can get computers for four or $500 cheaper than they sell brand new. And they're only like six months old. A lot of times, yeah. you know, someone bought it and a USB port didn't work or someone bought it and the charging didn't work or whatever. And Apple certified technicians replaced right. it in california and then they're they like okay we can't sell it as new everything. it's the same warranty as a brand new computer it's the same thing my computer i just got for work is from november it's not yeah. like it's a year and a half two years old it's six months old so it's right. like when we got it for our steel and then 
So when I got his laptop for him, I ordered it for him and I didn't realize at that point it had changed over to USB-C charging and he had one USB-C port or two of them. And he had a bunch of USB, obviously thumb drives and crap like that. And he had to get like the adapters and all this stuff. So like yeah. we saved $400 Bottles. on the laptop, but I ended up spending two or $300 on accessories for it to, yeah. to work correctly. Um, right. But I mean, it works. The computer itself is unbelievable. And the new 16 inch, I got the 16 inch MacBooks. So the first time they've made a 16 inch computer, it has a speaker system. I mean, I never use it because I use my headphones most of the time, but yeah. it has a speaker system that I've never heard on a laptop. It, like it's, where I turned it on and started watching a YouTube video, Taylor goes, is there someone in the room? <laughs> they're, they're like, it literally, excuse me, the ba- they have two subwoofers in it. Wow. And it's like, it's just, it's unbelievable. I'm like, I'm never going to use this because I'm always going to have my headphones in. Yeah. So, but Gretchen it was pretty newer, cool. She got a newer MacBook Air just like a, maybe a month ago. For church and they bought it for her and it i mean it's just a macbook air yeah. but that thing like when i had the audio going i was like oh this is like not bad like well and that's the only reason good. i'm going to start upgrading my computers nowadays is those small <laughs> yeah. little features they run fine but it's like wow maybe i can get this new whatever and you know i just the benefit i get out of a macbook i'm always the kind of person who wants the newest thing yeah. Like I, I, I upgrade my iPhone the second I'm allowed to upgrade the iPhone to the new iPhone. I'm not like, Oh, my payments are over. I'm like, okay, when can I get the new iPhone? Right. At least yeah, the yeah. MacBook is one of those things. That, like I lasted six years with the same MacBook. I never even thought about trading it in to get a new one or, or, or trying to buy a new one. It was just there. And it's like, okay, it works great. And then it started to like, show its age in a sense. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if I kept this laptop and like Taylor just used it as a computer, I'd get another four or five years out of the same laptop with oh, no totally. real needed. Yeah. Just at some point you got to stop upgrading software. At some point you can't get the newest OS because if you do, then it will start to show its age. Oh and yeah. So on. Yeah. So that's the thing with some of those. It's like, um, Gretchen's other computer was a Mac, an, an older MacBook air and it. It's like, Oh, upgrade and, or update the iOS or the OS. And then as soon as I did that thing, just like, you might as well throw it in the dumpster because mm-hmm. it, not you couldn't even go to safari (laughs) and i was like okay and then it takes you like a million years to figure out how to roll that thing back and and that's the sad part because a lot of us might take the time like i guess the benefit of macintosh is they give you the software for free like you know some of the older windows is starting to do that now but like you know xp if you wanted to upgrade xp to vista you had to pay the hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do that so what would you do not do it you'd be like I don't need to upgrade my OS. I'm fine. Now they do or it for I free. So, it illegally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was just talking to a friend. I was, I have a desktop computer in the other room that I was, I've had sitting around. So I was like, Oh, I'll just turn on and install some, you know, windows on it and got it running. And then I was like, Oh, my new MacBook has plenty of hard drive space and it has boot camp. So maybe I'll do the whole, like have windows on my PC, my MacBook as well. So I started working on that. And I'm like, I've never purchased Mac, uh, windows software ever. Like literally yeah. ever. I've always just found it online and downloaded it illegally. And back in the day, all you needed was a key code. Yeah. And you type that key code in off of someone else's computer. As long as the OS matched, then you're fine. Nowadays, yeah. they build like the crack into it. Someone's like decoded the software and when yeah. you download the file. But, um, but then when I go to install it on my MacBook, because the software is not legal, the drivers aren't there yet. So when you go to actually install it and it restarts and it gets the Windows loading screen to like install – 
you can't press anything because the keyboard doesn't work because there's no drivers <laughs> for it. So it's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, ah, do I go out? Do I go buy his software? Is it Leave worth it to that Mac much to lock down the windows. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know really? if I'll ever use windows on it. So I was like, ah, I'm just yeah. going to wait. I'm not going to waste the money. What I did install, um, and Taylor's been playing it a lot too, is emulators. Yeah. I have, and I have um, here, like USB yeah. um, controllers. So we were playing like Super Nintendo and I downloaded yeah. some N64 ones and realized that it's not very easy to play those like GoldenEye games without the actual N64 controller. Oh, yeah, because those that. have like that that thing had like the, the directional pads and all that stuff yeah. on it but yeah um i think i'm gonna build some for obc <laughs> that'd be cool like i'm gonna buy like an, like on ebay right now for about 150 bucks i could buy the old mac mini yeah and then i could just take that and plug the controllers in it install all the emulators on it just hook a monitor up to it put the computer like behind the bar somewhere and then yeah. you just walk up to the bar and you can sit at the bar have a few beers and play like super nintendo I've seen a lot of people do those with um, those Raspberry Pis. Mm -hmm. Have you seen those? They like that. That has its own OS. Yeah. Uh, operating system called like uh, RetroPie uh, or something. I don't know. I don't but know. I, was like, I can, I can like build one for OBC for an emulator thing. For like two hundred bucks, I could probably get it all set up with a excuse me, use monitor or an old TV or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like. We don't charge for it. You just buy a beer and sit down and you can play. You Double know. Dragon. Yeah. Or what did I play? Uh, Bart Simpson, uh, the Simpsons versus the Space Mutants. That was a oh, game yeah. that we used to play all the time. You'd like spray these like trash cans <laughs> that were red, purple or purple red or whatever. But yeah, so we were starting to play that stuff uh, the last couple of nights and Taylor was like all into it. And then we downloaded um, uh, Day of the Tentacle. Did you ever play that game? It was an old computer game. It was Day of the Tentacle, so. and they had uh, Indiana Jones um, and the Fate of Atlantis, and they had Monkey's Island. These are these like old computer games that you just press like mm -hmm. pick up, and you point to the screen what you wanted to pick up, and if you like oh, had two items in your inventory, you could press, use this with this, and it did different things, and you had to try to solve the mysteries of things. And she played the entire game one night. I was like, I was a kid. I remember that taking me like a year and a half. And like yeah. literally within like six hours, she had the game finished. She goes, that was fun. I go, I really thought you'd be playing that for about a week. For, a week. for like a week or two. Oh, man. I remember <laughs> this game my, my cousin used to play on the original Nintendo called Rygar. I think it was. Just this weird guy. He walks around. He's like got a loincloth on or something. He had this weird like... And it was like a big ball on like a chain that would kind of come out and that's how you hit hit people with and it was the hardest game you had one life it's like as soon as you died that game was over and i have this vivid memory of him being up they lived in ohio when they came to visit and we would leave the game on like all night just paused so in the morning you'd pick it back up because you couldn't save and then I remember it was like time for school and he was right at the end. He's like about to beat this game. My mom's like, you got to go to school. I was, I was so mad because I missed it. He beat the game and I wasn't there for it. You we, like, save. A lot of, well, it's funny about the emulators now. You can literally save states. Yeah. So you can just pause it like anywhere. You're like, I can't beat this level. So you just, like, as you reset, you just go, okay, I'm going to save it here. And if I die, I'll just load that state again. And it's like, right. that's so cheating. <laughs> That's how every game is now. Yeah, I like, know. Xbox games. They, these kids, they don't even know. 
They now. don't even know. Well, they die like a million times in a game, and they don't. They think it's awesome. People will say that uh, um, the Lion King game for Super Nintendo was one of the hardest games that's ever been created. Um, but I remember personally the Jurassic Park game for Nintendo Super Nintendo or Nintendo, one of those two. It was the hardest games that I've ever played in my entire life because the Raptors would just would just kill you instantly, and I couldn't. I don't remember playing anything past the first or second level. Because you just we couldn't get my brothers and I just couldn't get that far, so we'd it's always like hard. go back to like the Nintendo, Super Mario, which was one of the easiest games in the world to play. You're right. <laughs> you skip like six levels at one time. It's like why would we want to do that? The whole idea is playing the game, and then like oh, I wonder how fast I can finish it. Yeah, <laughs> there's like world records for that stuff now. It's crazy, but but yeah, it's fun to like pull. Like the coolest thing about those things is playing old video games like that as an adult. I feel like it brings you back to an actual physical point in your history. It's like when I play like the, the, the Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo, it brings me back to literally sitting in my Mimare and Pepper's house in Massachusetts when we'd go down there to visit. Yeah. And they had a foster home. So they had a couple of video game systems for the kids to play when they came. So we would be like, we didn't have this stuff growing up. We had some. Like we had, I think one point we had a Nintendo. We skipped Super Nintendo. We never had a Super Nintendo. Yeah. But like we had like a Sega Genesis. And I think we had PlayStation 1 eventually but like we'd go to my grandparents house and that's where they would play these video games with these foster kids and i remember playing teenage mutant ninja turtles i remember playing wave runner for uh n64 golden eye mm. but like these yeah. are the games i don't remember like a lot about the games i remember certain pieces but the yeah. second that game gets turned on i, I get i get flashback the to music. like 25 years ago where i'm just sitting <laughs> sitting in my memory and Pepper's house and my parents are in the other room hanging out we're playing golden eye it's like it's not it a physical crazy. game. It's, it's like and, it pulls you back in time. And it's funny how you have this like nostalgia of how awesome that game was. And then you, you start playing and you're like, man, this game sucks. <laughs> like, this is not as cool as I remember it. But, well, some of them make me sick now. Yeah. I was, just, I was on the, um, the Don't Cross the Streams stream with um, Jay and Will from the Comic-Con. We were talking about how I bought Dave Mira's BMX for my xbox uh one it was it was not for the one it was for the xbox but you could play it on the xbox one and after playing skate and a couple other like action sports games with like smooth graphics and all these cool things mm. i was like i want to do a throwback i want to put in dave mira's bmx i bought it off of ebay for like 99 cents it came in the mail i was so excited to put it in the i put it in the xbox 30 seconds in i was like about to go throw up in the other room because the graphics were so different and so jarring it was almost yeah. like motion sickness at that point, and I was like, "This well, is they I were can't made play this for anymore." Like flat, mm-hmm. like or the old tube TV mm-hmm. type things where it's it, they don't look right almost. And yeah, I remember I, we had a a Nintendo, and I didn't have a Super Nintendo. We had a Nintendo sixty four, had a Sega, um, and that's funny. I remember one of my sister's boyfriends or something like had his PlayStation one over. And I remember somewhere finding Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the first one. And I remember I, my mom, or I, like all for Christmas, all I wanted was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. So I owned the game on PlayStation, but I never owned a PlayStation. I just had the game because I was like, so anytime I'd be like, hey, can I borrow your PlayStation for a little bit? Hey, can I borrow your PlayStation? Because I have this game and I really want to play it. And that's awesome. That game. And I, they're like remastering it now, but the, just the soundtrack, like that. Goldfinger's Superman. Yes. It's one of the greatest soundtracks in any video game it really ever. Is. It literally is. Like it's one of those things that you literally could just put that soundtrack on in the car 
oh yeah and be excited to listen to the soundtrack of a video game it's really it's, weird it's like that song and there was a primus song on there and that oh man i just remember like as soon as the song was over pause go back pick that primus song again yeah. and then keep playing it's like over and over and then they did the nba games where you could like it was one or two of them where you could actually like put a cd in or it wasn't on the computer i forget what it was and you could play your own music yeah like, it was like it was cool because obviously we grew up like playing in bands and also being around people in bands and so it was like that i remember it was nhl or nba or whatever and i'd throw the music in it would be like my band playing on and i was like this is so sweet i'm playing basketball and my <laughs> band's playing on the screen this is so cool <laughs> i do that now on nba 2k you can like design your own teams yeah design the whole arena and i'll put like an orno brewing advertisement <laughs> on the scrolling thing it's just like oh my gosh orno brewing sponsors the uh, celtics this is weird <laughs> oh my goodness i don't have time like i get into those and i'm just like oh, there's just too many things to customize mm-hmm. well, i end up spending all the time most of all the end of playing the time for designing the basketball teams and never actually yeah. get to play them it's like the sims i'd build a house and I'd be like okay i'm done building this house let's build a new one and I wouldn't play the game like, like no, it was designed to be life. played. Well, the other one was uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was the game that I like remember playing for the computer. But uh, then I would like design I the whole those. whole the roller coaster, and then you'd like open it, and then you'd quickly once there are people on it, you'd close it really quickly, and you'd delete a section of the roller coaster, and then you'd turn it back on again, and the roller coaster would go off the end and kill like thirty people. You're one of those guys, yeah. <laughs> It's it dark. would destroy your rating, though. Like you'd get no ticket sales because everybody's like, "Well, someone died at that, that amusement park." <laughs> that guy's a jerk. He just gets you on his ride and then he kills you. He takes your money. <laughs> there was also like workarounds where someone like got on a ride. It was very like twisty. They'd puke, yeah. and they'd show these little That's like hilarious. piles of puke, and you had to hire janitors <laughs> to clean it up. But there was an easy way around it that if you like took the free paths they give you and just click on it, it'd put a new path down. <laughs> And it didn't cost anything. You didn't have to hire janitors, so that you could just like replace. Like, it was, yeah, I knew wow. all the tricks behind it. But That's the, funny. the funny thing you mentioned about being older, remembering things, and remembering them being better than they are. We did that too recently with uh, Rudolph the Rocking Reindeer. No, yeah, Rudolph the Rock. He's the Red Nose Reindeer. No, there was another one. Um, something the Rocking Reindeer. It was a. It was a classic like claymation like literal clay uh, uh reindeer that was was a christmas movie my brothers and i used to watch and elvis the rocking reindeer and it was on tv we're like oh my gosh this is such an amazing movie we loved it it's hard to find now nowadays yeah. but i did find it on youtube and i go to watch it <laughs> and i click play and about 10 minutes in, i'm like well how much is left of this movie and it's got three or four minutes left and in my mind, I'm thinking, this is a full-length feature film. It's yeah. going to be about two hours long. But as a young kid, 15, 20 minutes was a long time for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't experience what an hour or two hours was of watching something. So when I, I went to rewatch it, it was like, okay, this is not exactly what I expected it to be. Like, like a commercial. Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a Vine video now. <laughs> or TikTok, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. It's as long as the whole thing was. Right. But, Yeah. It's fun to think nostalgic like that, though. Like, that's the. Mm. I'm at a point where I like video games, but there's certain ones. I can play like Grand Theft Auto, and I can play like Red Dead Redemption, which is like they're basically their Western version of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. And I can play a couple of uh, sporting games, but like 
I could never play Call of Duty. I can't play any of these games that are just like first-person shooters because well, I just don't have the reflexes. It's crazy. So Jude's been playing Fortnite. He's 10. Yep. We let him – I finally broke and was like, all right, you can play Fortnite. And so he's he's been playing that for a number of months now. And it's like – I mean, like I, I started college – and I think my first year of college, Halo 1 was out. It was like in its heyday. And then I remember, I think it was my second year or something like that, Halo 2 comes out. And I remember waiting in line to get that. And I wasted insane amounts of hours of my life in college career just playing Halo 2. I mean, I, I like would not sleep or do anything but play that game. And so like part of me was like, I, you know, I'm excited for do like – playing a first person shooter game and stuff like that and but Fortnite is like it's a whole different animal and like I, I watch him playing sometimes and I'm like it's impressive he's a 10 year old kid and he's not not only do you like have to shoot people and do all that kind of stuff but he's like building structures while people are you know he's like cruising along and then someone shoots at him and he builds like this whole house and he's hiding in the basement of it and I'm like how do you do that like I could barely like figure out what button to, you know, I want to say refuel my gun. That's not even the right word. No, it isn't. Recharge? <laughs> I don't know. But they, I can't the, 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 the funny thing is that people get paid millions Reload. of dollars now. Millions yeah. of dollars now to play those games. Like that there's people it's, who literally like there's like 14-year-old kids who get one like one a million dollars to play Fortnite. Oh yeah. And so Jude's like he's been dying to get a, a webcam and he wants to start his own, you know, YouTube channel and stuff and I'm like like dude that that's like one out of a million kids that, that did that and and so well that, i just listened to the joe rogan podcast and we took over to kind of like flashback to, to tony hawk and tony hawk was on it and tony hawk was talking about how when he first you know came out with tony hawk's pro skater one and how yeah. it was like revolutionary and he's like it's unbelievable how far he's been able to come with with tony hawk's pro skater and i'm thinking to myself and i'm like I guarantee you he did not make a million dollars off of like himself personally because he probably had, had also had like a licensing deal or some yeah. sort of deal to use his name because he was a professional skateboarder that was pretty popular. I bet he over the first three Tony Hawks, he made a million dollars, say. And some kid plays Fortnite, doesn't design the game. His name's nowhere near the game. He plays Fortnite in a competition and wins a million dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Or he doesn't even playing a competition and he just like yeah. live streams on twitch and he's probably making 30 grand a year some 14 year old kid in the basement but that's so there's little, a good i'm a little there's angry a, well there's a, a good thing there. there's a good thing about it that there's like there's a cool thing that someone can take something they're passionate about and, and make true. money off of it but the downside to it is not saying that jude would never be that person but the downside like you said the one in a million people who that is yeah is it makes false hopes for some of these kids thinking that yeah. I don't need to do anything else in the rest of my life but play, you know, Fortnite on the internet in front of people and I'm going right. to survive for the rest of my life. Like, I mean, and how it, many kids or guys our age or whatever grew up thinking like, oh, like, I'd love to be a video game tester or like, you know, design video games. That was like the cool thing, but no one ever did it. And then now you see kids are like, I, I want to be a YouTuber. Like, I want to be a, a Fortnite player. And because – for them it's like it seems attainable you know and not that it's not and whatever it takes a lot to you know get a million followers like i say to jude i'm like you know because he said he wants to play and i'm like well, what are you gonna do like 
Like you got to have something that people want to watch and make know? it different than other people. Like you can't yeah, just be like, another person who does it. Like, yeah. So we, but it's fun talking about those kinds of things. And he's been doing, um, we, we started doing some stop motion movies that he's been playing around with, which is cool. Um, he's got like a really old, um, iPhone five C that I gave him just to like, mm. it's not a phone. It just uses the internet. And so he's been using that. I got the little app for him, and the camera on it's horrendous. And so I, I feel bad, but I'm like, that's all I got. I'm not gonna go buy you a brand new phone. But like, he's been having a ton of fun with those, and he puts them. I put them on YouTube, and he's yeah. got a couple followers and stuff. And everyone's like, how many views do I got? And like, he's got over like 150 or 200 on one of them. It's just like, I think it's pretty. Like he thinks it's cool. I think it's pretty cool. It's awesome. I mean, does he like, does he like, does he like Nightmare Before Christmas or any of those kind of like stop motion movies or James and the Giant Peach? Yeah. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, our whole, like Lennon, my three-year-old, she she loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Because if you watch, did you see on um, Disney Plus, there's the show that came out called Prop something, Prop Culture or something along those lines. The guy who looks for props on like for movie sets like and the whole it's obviously it's a disney plus show so it's all disney movies right now yeah but like he goes to places and finds like lost memorabilia or or like he did one on nightmare before christmas he's done one on um like mary poppins and all that stuff but the nightmare before christmas one is fascinating as all heck because it shows like all the different jack characters and all the different work yeah models and all those things that don't look like it looks like it could be computer excuse me, animated now, but, like, they've literally had these sets oh, with, yeah. like, uh, like, the mount- the mountain that curled out, you know, like, talk about, like, when the mountain curls out and goes yeah. down, it's, like, they had multiple ones of those. They had one where Jack walks up, and they had yeah. another one that had, like, a rod they pushed, and the whole thing uncurled and went down. It's just, like, it takes it really is amazing millions of man hours just to, to make these things. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's the thing, like, he'll work on a video, a stop-motion thing, and it'll be, like, you know 260 photos and stuff and it's like 26 seconds long <laughs> and but it's still it's 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 cool and you know he he's into it and he has fun doing it and it, it like teaches him you know a little bit about photography and lighting and stuff like that and so that'd be pretty cool to see him i mean that's definitely something that's like i think talking about nostalgic I think yeah. at some point we 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 watched the the to bring up Jay and Will's uh, stream on the Bangor Comic Con is Kevin Eastman was on it again and they talked about how the super or the Ninja, Ninja Turtles how they they need to make a new Ninja Turtles movie and they were talking about making a Ninja Turtles TV show like on Netflix yeah like with the Daredevil kind of like theme to it because all of us who grew up with the Ninja Turtles are old enough now to watch a more mature tv show on netflix and they were like okay. let's make it dark yeah. and gritty like like kevin eastman started ninja turtles it's like more dark and gritty and they were talking about but we need to use the suits like you can't use animation or um, cgi they yeah. need to be like in those suits and they I need mean, to like they need to those kick original that way. ninja turtle movies <clears throat> those hold up in my opinion i love so those let's do that but if that's the case also people are going to want a nostalgic you know 10 years from now they're going to want more like Christmas movies that are stop motion and claymation and, 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 yeah. and those spaces. I feel like we're in an era that we can do in the next 10, 15 years. I think it'd be pretty sweet to have a whole new generation of classic Christmas movies that I mean, we're doing some, you know, like the, the, the Kurt Russell one. Um, yeah. There is some new movies coming out, but if you did an old school, you know, badass version of like the snowman, uh, Frosty the snowman or, or Rudolph and do a stop motion, like claymation, 
yeah. you know, pretty sweet film. I'd, I'd be so down for watching a movie like Nightmare Before Christmas again with like a yeah. modern twist on it or a new story to it. Don't remake that one, but like, yeah. I don't know, some sort of cool badass movie that's, yeah. you know, stop motion. So, hey, if he continues up with that and continues on that, he could have a career under his Be the next Tim Burton. Yes, exactly. Well, not as creepy. Well, it's, man, you never know. Oh, this Jude, never mind. <laughs> this is my son, so who knows? <laughs> no, but yeah, you never know. It's kind of cool. Let's those talk about those things. Celtics. Let's those, talk those about all, those Celtics. Those are all those things that I wish like I had that as a younger kid. Like I wish, like I wanted to be a skateboarder, but I was too afraid I was going to fall. So it's like, but I continued skateboarding, thinking I'm going to make a pro. I want to make a pro, even though I, I'm too afraid to land the trick. Like, I could flip the board, and I could get it to land on its wheels. I'd be too afraid to land on the board. Right. Because I'd fall off from under it. I still thought I was going to be a professional skateboarder. So instead of diverting my attention somewhere else, yeah. I continued to, to skate around on a skateboard, thinking I was going to be a professional skateboarder. Guess what? I am not a professional skateboarder. I don't know if you really? knew that or not, but it's just, it never happened for me. Huh. <laughs> Have you seen? I mean, speaking of skateboard, and we can get to the Celtics soon. Yes. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, I don't know if you know who Mike DeVito is. He's like a he's a retired NFL player. He played for the Jets. He played for um, Kansas City Chiefs. Anyways, he lives in Hamden, and he's a friend of mine. And he's been posting like during the whole quarantine thing. You know, people are posting all kinds of random stuff, and he started doing like skateboard tricks because he grew up as a skateboarder and he's he was like a defensive lineman he's a big dude you know he's he's a tall rugged like muscular man and he started doing these like skateboard videos just like he would do a daily trick or not even daily but every couple days he'd he'd put a new trick out and like crazy like 360 flips and like like gnarly heel flips and like stuff that i'm like that's a diff that's difficult to do but if you're like six nine and you know he's not young pounds of muscle that's right he's not to, young so it's not, not like young, yeah. yeah well he's like my age i think so he well, is fairly so he's not young <laughs> <laughs> so but you know it's cool like it just kind of and, and i i was talking to him i was like man like where did you like have you always done that right along and he's like i haven't done that in years but everyone where he grew up in some place in Massachusetts, he's like, everyone skated where I was. And so, and that's what Tony Hawk was saying on this podcast, which is really worth listening to if anybody wants to listen to it. But it's, uh, he was talking about how when he was younger, he was started, he turned pro at 14. In his mind, he was going to be a pro, pro skater until he was 30. Because at the time right. when he was growing up, there was no one pro skating after 30 years old. 30 years yeah, old was right. old for a skateboarder. He just was in a competition like a, a couple months before COVID started, and he's 52. That's crazy. Like, it goes, I definitely don't do the same risky things. I stick right. more to my, you're not going to see him try to do a 900 again. He, he sticks Out to his, helicopter or something. He, he sticks <laughs> to things that are a little bit more technical, but not as dangerous. If he falls, yeah. he falls from five feet, not from 40 feet. But yeah. he's just saying like how insane it is that he's 52 years old and he's still able to skateboard yeah. at the level. I and mean, he could probably win competitions if you really put his mind to it. But right. like, he just said it was just so crazy to think about when he was younger, there was no way he was going to skateboard at 52 years yeah. old. And Joe Rogan's like, dude, you're the same age as me, and I would never step on a skateboard. <laughs> I'm like, Joe Rogan would I do a lot more, though. About it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I mean, nowadays with us, if we tried to skate, I mean, you've been doing the, the, the scooter tricks, but uh, if we tried to skate 
nowadays and you fell, it'd be detrimental to a lot of things. Like it'd be hard oh, for you to work or do certain things. Yeah. And so like, to me, it was like, um, I stand on my feet all day at work or most of the time. So if I broke a leg, it would be very difficult for me to continue yeah. doing my work. Plus I have health insurance, but it's not my parents' health insurance and I have to pay the deductible on it. So in my mind, I'm like, well, it's going to cost me a crap ton of money. Yeah. So I'm never going to skateboard likely again. I do own a skateboard. It's in the garage. My friends at Crucified Ministries gave it to me freaking years ago. And it, it's a little bit of scratches on it, but I think I probably did it myself on a rail to make it look like I use my skateboard a lot more. Some street cred. So let's talk about themselves. Right? The NBA is back. Well, I wear my Celtics hat. I don't know if you saw that. I saw I that. I green, didn't wear a green OBC shirt for Gosh. Celtics. I got a new NBA Jam shirt. you never seen those on Instagram, the homage.com. And it yes. looks like the NBA Jam logo, like screen, but it has it had yeah. Kale and Bird on it. It's pretty sweet. I was going to wear That's that, awesome. but it needs to be washed. It's too big. Um, uh, but yeah, the Celtics, the, the NBA is back, and the Celtics are one of 22 teams coming back. That's right. It's a really weird number, but. It is weird. And like. I have a little statistics on that, though. So the Celtics are coming back. Oops. I got my iPad right here. Way more Western Conference teams than Eastern, but Eastern Conference usually is. Yes, and I looked up what it was. It's the top 16 teams in the NBA, and then it's the six teams or the only, all the teams. It's not six specifically, but it happened to be six. They were within six games of the playoffs. So if the NBA was still continuing on, it's the okay. teams that were six games from the eighth seed because yeah. they statistically looked at the back end of the past whatever number of years and realized that many times teams that were six games out with eight games left in the season – actually made the playoffs so it's really a kind of an arbitrary number but they're just saying it's possible yeah if you're eight games out and the team that's in eighth spot eighth place loses six games and you win six games you technically could jump into that spot so yeah. i would say that the teams that are six games out are fairly unlikely to make the playoffs but it's kind of cool how they to... did it that way and i guess yeah you know adds a level of competition because it makes you wonder what are those eight games going to be like if they're going to hold, I think it's going to be, I, I'm, I'm like excited about it. I think it could be fun. I, I'd like to see the schedule, what it's, what it's going to look like. Like, are we going to, the one thing, you know, living on the East coast where we are, are all these games going to be at like nine or 10 o'clock at night, or are they going to cater to whoever's the home team? Um, that kind of thing. What I and did read gonna, was that it's, it's, they're going to try to play four to six games a day. Wow. Like not each team, but like right. overall twenty-two teams, and there's three courts they're playing on okay. in Orlando. Yeah, at, at Walt Disney World. So there's probably going to mean that there's three. If there's six games going on, there's two in a day, and they're going to do four hours in between the games. This is just a I read on ESPN. Hmm. So basically, if there's a six or if there's a seven o'clock game, means the last game needs to end by three. So that means that they're going to do a 11 o'clock in the morning game, in my opinion. Like, that makes it seem yeah, like there's going to be a super early game. Yeah. So I'm sure they're going to work out the schedule. The idea about coming back was that there's, they're losing a lot of local revenue for TV. Yeah. So, like, the idea, I mean, they're going to put it on local channels. So either they're going to okay. tape delay it or, I mean, I can imagine East Coast teams getting there earlier in the day games, I guess, and West Coast teams uh, yeah. being the later in the day games because of the fact that, you know, the time, the time difference. difference so much, but. Yeah. It will be fascinating to see how they're going to do it. I just know that uh, I, 22 teams are coming back, and yeah. they're all going to play eight games. 
That's what I I'm know. excited. And there'll be a couple of exhibition games I heard, mm-hmm. like maybe two or three. So it's coming back. It, it's I'm excited about it because I feel like there. It, it just depends on how the players are because I think they could get like a a real unique vibe to it and almost have a good, um, you know, March Madness feel to it, which I think because they were tossing that around. A lot of people speculated would they do you know, like a March Madness type of one game elimination type tournament, which at the start I was like, oh, no, that's stupid. But I thought like eventually I was like, yeah, that could be fun to watch. I'd hate to be the team that won that and to always be – even this one, like if the Celtics come out and they win the they win this, it, it'd be a bittersweet like – there's going to be an asterisk on it. Like, there's not exactly. going to be, but there's going to be in all of our minds as NBA fans. It's going to be this idea that, yeah. that this is the, you know, this is the COVID-19 year. So that's going to be weird. I still think the Celtics will beat anybody. Well, there's a, there's a good chance. I mean, I've read a couple of things online that they're giving the Celtics a pretty good favors. This will kind of put to rest in a sense, the rest versus rust argument. Like, is rest good for yeah. players or is they going to make them come back and be rusty? Um, some of these players like Kemba Walker, who was like kind of injured, but kind of not. And the same right. thing with a lot of the Celtics players with, with, with Jalen Brown and with like Gordon Hayward and, and uh, I know Tatum was playing a lot and doing a lot. So maybe just this rest helps them. But yeah. a lot of these players in the Celtics, I feel like we're going to come back and be an entirely healthy team. Whereas yeah, I know like that the we Nets had Robert Williams and, like for months ahead of this and he was just coming back. So he's going to be full strength. The hard part's going to be, you know, where everybody was during all of this. And so like, you know, LeBron's been out there having, you know, practices with players and inviting people and doing all this stuff where, you know, where's Jason Tatum been? Has he been sitting on his butt playing video games and eating His thumbs will be good. You know, this like, will be really good. Yeah, so it, a lot of that I wonder, but and then I, me and Gretchen have been talking a lot about um, what's next year going to be. So they're going to start Christmas Day. I heard. Well, there's one place I saw on ESPN. It said uh, the 2020 season could technically, and this is all dates in the air, start December 1st. So it could start December 1st. The last last game of the finals can be no later. Excuse me, then October 12th. Yeah. So if there's game seven in the finals, game seven in the finals would be October 12th, the latest. So that gives a half of October and a full month of November for off time. So the the Warriors of the Liberty League, the Bulls, all these teams that aren't playing in this modified rest of the season are going to be rested. They're going to be like this. They're actually probably going to have more rest because that's a long they break. haven't been playing since March and, you know, so on. But then the team that the two teams that play in the NBA finals. Yeah are going to have a month and a half to recuperate to get the next season underway. And that means there's going to be training camps, obviously, before that, and maybe some preseason games. Well, and, like, the draft is – when's the draft? August 25th. I thought they pushed that back to, like, October. They they pushed it back because it was supposed to be in June. They they pushed it to August 25th. I just read online. And the the draft lottery odds are changing, too. So the draft lottery odds, I think it was – the top 16 teams or the last 16 teams, what was it? There's something along the lines of something along like if, if any teams that didn't make this, you know, the eight teams that didn't make this mini league and then the eight, eight teams that finish, you know, so on before the end of the season are the lottery. So the eight teams that didn't make this mini end of the season are the 
top or the bottom eight teams in the league technically. Okay. So they're not going to like do a percentage or do whatever. So then, so some teams were kind of upset about that because they're like, you know, the weight of things and I don't know a bunch of different stuff. But I guess the the draft lottery is the twenty fifth of August. Yeah, and then um, the actual draft is October fifteenth. Yes. Okay. Yes. The draft lottery is the twenty fifth. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So you're gonna so, have a month and a half before you have your team. <laughs> right. Like there's no summer league. Like that just seems so weird. But then I was thinking, so what about these kids that are declaring for the draft this year that are, you know, in their sophomore year yep. of college. So if they declare for the draft, but they don't, they don't get picked up. Like what, where are they, you know, like, can they then go back and play for a team or do you, well, once you declare, are you done? I think a lot of that thing is going to be up in the air. We're not going to, we're not going to know a lot of stuff because of like, we, I just got, I, I follow obviously UMass Lowell cause I used to cover UMass Lowell sports. And I, I, they said that they're trying their hardest to do a modified return in the fall. Yeah. You mean still looking at what they're going to do that's, and so yeah, on. And it's like true. fall sports may not happen, which means that, I mean, that could potentially mean that basketball does happen because basketball is more of a winter sport, not a fall sport. So I don't, I honestly don't know a lot of that stuff, but I do know this is going to be kind of a cool, like I almost feel like it's a new season, not a new season, but a mini season. It's like, it's like a, well, first of all, have we ever, we've never had the NBA in the summer other than summer league, but like, we're going to watch, like, we're going to watch. I know I'm excited. Like I guess we could technically, we can go to your house. We can sit on the deck by the pool, put a TV out by the, on the deck and watch outside, watch the basketball games happen in July. Crazy. end of july august and the idea that you can actually watch it we're gonna be able to watch like the basketball in august and september i know it's pretty fascinating to see and all it's not of that. like crappy summer league games you know and i mean even before this whole thing there were a lot of rumors and people talking about um you know moving the nba season back and having it start in december just to kind of shift it in where you know professional sports are like baseball's done and you know to kind of like give it a little bit more of its own season and so it's interesting how it's going to work out and i and maybe it does like, end up maybe december 1st you know what people are reading online what i'm reading into it online is the december 1st is training camp or spring uh preseason i in that maybe it leading up to december 25th opening season opening day is christmas day that's what i think i saw um is that they were looking for christmas day to be like the season kickoff, but I could be wrong. I, I, I've definitely heard that uh, happen. Like that was the, the, the talk about changing it. I mean, it would make sense for us people that potentially would watch a Bruins game or potentially playoff, you know, uh, Red Sox games. There's always that time at the end of the season, if the Red Sox are in the playoffs, that there's like what game ends up on Nesson for between the Red Sox and the Bruins. And do you watch the Red Sox play game three of a series or you watch the beginnings of the season for the Celtics and there's all that aspect of like there's three sports that converge. And then it's also like the beginning of football season. So if you're a Patriots fan, then it's like on a Sunday, if all this, like if the worlds all collide, there was times when I was covering college hockey where they'd like move the start of the college hockey game because these uh, Patriots were playing that night. And it's like, there's a bunch of stuff that you could move that if you move the the Celtics to start or the, or the NBA to start until the middle of or end of December, that means that you get like basically the entire month of December, the entire month of November and the entire, most of the month of October to watch hockey or just watch the playoffs for, for, for baseball until that's over. And yeah. it's like, it gives that aspect of, and then into the summer when there's really nothing going on, but baseball, 
and you're lucky right. that you can like, play a Celtics game on a Sunday night at seven. And that way the, you can watch the, the Red Sox at one o'clock on a Sunday on Fox and be able to watch both games or not compete or, you know, yeah. go see one live and then go home and watch the other game or whatever it may be. I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I don't like the idea of it being Christmas Day because I feel like it takes away from the holiday that is opening day for basketball and the holiday in the, in the sports world of watching the Celtics Christmas Day games. I think there's a little bit of like, I feel like it should start at like the 15th of December oh, so that yeah. you can get to the beginning of the season and then bam, you have cool Christmas day games. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it would only be like three teams or not three teams. What was it? Either four games on Christmas day. So out of the teams, there'd only be eight of them that are playing on Christmas day anyway. So, because they do like a, what, one, a four, a eight and a 10 or whatever it is. Like, yeah. But. I can't even though it's going to be unbelievable. So they're playing all of them in Disney, which is pretty cool. They're allowing the players to go play golf. Like you can play golf did, when you're not playing. I saw that. I saw they're not like players and their families are not allowed to go like walk around the parks though. Nope. So you have to play. You still have to observe the six foot rules and all that stuff. Um, and and they, they said they're also going to slow down on testing. And they're also going to basically say that if you test positive, the league will still play. It's not a Rudy Gobert thing in March where it's like he tested positive for, for COVID yeah. and then ban the season was shut down and we're still in, in shutdown. It's going to be like, you know, LeBron gets COVID, then LeBron gets pulled away and anybody that he, you know, everybody gets tested around him. If he's the only one that's positive for it. He gets quarantined for 14 days and the league continues on. End of story. So that's, that's me going, okay, Jason, Kemba, Jalen, you know, you're staying away from everybody, everybody. until we finish this thing. Because, well, like, <clears throat> in that minute, I mean, we were playing a 22-team, you know, eight regular season games in the playoff. You can't have missed a – or four to miss 14 days being in oh, quarantine. Yeah. Like, it's – in like, I saw the um, – I can't remember who was talking about it, if it was um, Woj or who, but they were saying how there was, like, a lot of these role players who, you know, they're – they play a couple minutes a game if they're, you know, if they're lucky and that they're like nervous about this thinking they might say they test positive and then all of a sudden LeBron James gets test positive or Kemba Walker and it gets traced back to them. And they're like worried that, mm-hmm. you know, they could inadvertently be blamed for their team not, you know, going well, to guess the cup what? or whatever. Wear a face mask. Stay six away from people. Oh, Don't kid. shake people's hands. And guess what? You probably will be okay. It's the same thing yeah. now where I, 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 I wanted to post it on the internet, but I refrain from a lot of this stuff is not to be selfish or anything, people, but I want to get married in August. So wear a freaking face mask when you go out in public so I don't catch it and no one else around me catches it. Like I'm just <laughs> thinking to myself, I'm like, <sighs> but. It's, this Some guy uh, came over today. It was dropping off some coffee and um this guy like i had never met before was with him and he gets out of the car and he comes right over to me and he shakes me come puts his hand right out shakes my hand i'm just like oh my gosh i haven't shaked someone's hand in like <laughs> and so like i'm walking back to my house and then i open the door with my left hand and yeah gretchen's like who is that i'm like i don't know i gotta go wash my hand <laughs> <laughs> well was it uh like, as an episode of seinfeld where uh, jerry or uh, jerry george brings the book into the bathroom and then it gets, it's like tagged as a bathroom book. And so Elaine, George is like at the diner and he's trying to sell it to Elaine. He's like, I'll get, I'll sell it to you for a hundred bucks. hundred bucks is yours. 
and she's opening it. And then Jerry goes, comes out of the bathroom and goes, what is that doing on the table? And she's like, what? And he goes, that's been in the bathroom. She holds her hands up. She goes, warning, warning. And she's like walking to the bathroom like this. Like that's you walking in the house. You're just like, oh, yeah, nope, don't, like, nope, nope. Stay away from it. One way ticket um, to the bathroom. It's funny because it is that way. People like go in for handshakes and you're just like, oh. But like that's what you need to do. You have, you have a job. So, you know, for me, I have a job I need to perform, right? We're going to open soon and I have to, excuse me, excuse me, be there to do my job, right? So what am I going to do? I'm going to do extra precautions to make sure that I can be there every day for my job. Taylor is high risk. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure she doesn't get, you know, COVID yeah. and, and get sick. So these NBA players need to do the exact same thing. They can't take it for yeah. granted. I, I can get tested whenever I want. Still do everything because you have a sport to play. It, it, it sounds funny because it's a game, but it also right. is the li- it, it's not. I always used to think about it just as the livelihoods of the NBA athletes and their families. But yeah. the livelihood of these local TV channels who have contracts of the NBA to play these games oh, and the, whole thing, yeah. the production crews and, and, and the commentators and all these people who aren't getting salaries now because of it not right. happening. So we have an opportunity to bring the NBA back and the list to come back. Let's not screw that up by someone right. getting super sick or a whole team and, getting sick and then everybody and you getting wanna, sick. You know, and imagine you getting tested positive and you're, you have no symptoms. You know, you're one of those people that you're, you've got it, but you, you don't no notice idea. it. And imagine sitting on the sideline watching your team play in the, in the playoffs while you're healthy as an ox, really, and you're just sitting there watching. Yes. That, that's it's crazy. So, so the idea that, you know, to focus on the Celtics, we're both huge Celtics fans. So um, to focus specifically on the Celtics, it's – so the Celtics, the idea is a mixture for the schedule. So you asked about – you said about the schedule. The, the, the idea was to finish your regular season out, dropping off the teams that are not in it anymore. So the Celtics were going to play the Bulls. They were going to play the Timberwolves or whatever to finish the season out drop those games off and technically that's what was supposed to happen so if that was the case there was eight teams they were going to play or eight games they were going to play before the end of the season there were teams that were in this 22 game format however teams like the magic were supposed to play the celtics a bunch of times mm-hmm. and so on so the what i read on one of the websites was that the potential combination in some sort of fashion could be that the celtics play the bucks the wizards the raptors the nets the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Heat, and the Magic. So, you know, on one of the iterations, I saw them play the Wizards twice. So I was like, well, if they slow down a little bit and the Wizards aren't as good as they were going into COVID break because they were starting to win more. Right. And, you know, they, they're all-star back. Uh, Bradley Beal was back from injury. Then I was like, oh, then maybe the Celtics will do fine. But if you're playing the Bucks again, I mean, I know the Raptors are kicking butt. The Nets won't have... <laughs> I, Kyrie already said that Kyrie and Durant are not coming back this season, period. They did? Okay. No, so they're not going to play when this resumes, which is, you know, whatever. I mean, the Heat was doing pretty well. The Blazers, yeah, yeah you know, they were okay. The Grizzlies, you know, the Raptors, the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Magic probably were pretty much not locked to win, but like good ones. And there could be some teams, like the Bucks are going to be difficult. Like that that team is just, it's stacked. It's, yeah, but it's, they're, they're one of those teams, though, that it's like, it's, it's not Giannis. It's same with LeBron and yeah. and whatever team LeBron's on. It's not LeBron that. I, I say it's not LeBron that beats you. It's when you play the Bucks. Giannis is going to get thirty points. Like it, 
Ten it's just boys. Gonna. You just have to be okay with that. You know, it's like Chris Middleton and it's, um, oh, what's that guy's blood. So if and you honestly, Divincenzo, getting... the, the backup shooting guard, Divincenzo, the, the white dude, yeah. is, he's like, like, if... honestly, when they played that team of just the backups, there was that one game and it screwed me because I played DraftKings and there was this one game where they sat like everybody that started. Bledsoe sat, Gianna <laughs> sat, Middleton sat, you know, yeah. um, everybody sat. And then it was, they played all these backups and they won. And it was yeah. like, this team just has this chemistry that no other team has that they'll, they'll they just, when Giannis only scores 20 points, Bledsoe scores 40. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you almost want, you almost want Giannis to go off and get 30, 35 points. Cause if he's getting 30, 35 points, they're, they're not threes, you know, he's getting hard points. So he's putting in a lot of effort and you're not getting it. If, if he's not scoring and you're getting all these other guys, they're dropping threes like crazy. And, and that's when they're really hard to beat. So I think you got to let, let Giannis go off, get his, let LeBron go off, get his, you just don't want, you know, Rondo and, and these other guys to go and, and beat you. That's what it's like. Happen. If you look at these that's teams, like the, the Nets have nobody, I'm sorry, but without Kyrie and honestly, yeah. I could give two craps about Kyrie at this point in my, his career. Like he has screwed himself too many times. He's that, that Oh my gosh. And it's not even because he used to play for the Celtics. It's, 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 it's his attitude on everything. And it's like, he almost, he, he obviously stopped playing on the, didn't want to play the Celtics when they played, when the Nets played Boston. Because he didn't want to be there oh. and play on the court with them. It's the same thing when he came to Boston. He wouldn't play in he wouldn't play in Cleveland either. Like anytime he has to go play where he used to play, it, he doesn't show up. And he doesn't want to play unless Durant's out there because he knows he's not going to win without him. Baby, which is me yeah. t- me telling it's telling to me that he thinks that the Durant is the player that actually is going to make that Nets team win. Oh yeah, he probably and, knows. It. Like Kyrie is a phenomenal player, but he's not. Tell you what, this COVID one. thing, this COVID thing was the best thing, best thing that happened to the Nets, because they now 100% can play in this season on a, on COVID, and not on the fact not that Durant Kyrie. didn't play, not on Kyrie. Like they could yeah. literally just be like, oh, COVID screwed our season up. Like, totally, really. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but like the Bucks, yes. I mean, if you know, honestly though, the Bucks and the Celtics have given the Bucks a run for their money all season. Like well, all the games have been 76ers. like Sixers. Ah, man. I haven't been fired up like this in a while. So the Wizards are pretty easy. The Raptors are hit or miss. I mean, if you get Damian Lillard to go off for the Portland Trailblazers, then you're going to have a little bit of a trouble. But, like, you know, he's gone off for some games before COVID hit. It was unbelievable how, how 50-point games, 60-point games. It was insane. Um, but the Heat and the Magic, again, you know, it should be Butler. Ooh. Well, <laughs> yeah, but they were playing pretty good. I know. but They're, like, they're I mean, a nice team, but – I. They're just one of those teams I feel like we have we have problems with, like same with Orlando the, for some the, reason. The Red Sox had that for years too. It's like oh, Chip and Bay Rays for some reason always had their number. And yeah. Like, or the Orioles, and then you go to like same with the Patriots. It's like for some reason the Patriots like one in every three chances actually gets to beat Miami or whatever. It's like yeah. it's this weird that the, the Heat are the ones that have like the have the number. It's like they play a good game against Boston because I don't know it's because Boston. I don't, I don't know, but like it, I just feel like every team when they come to play Boston, they play out of their minds. And that's what drives me nuts. I, I do wish need... we were playing the 76ers once. Well, it's oh, the we I don't know. Well, I guess it, it all depends. Oh, like, this is all like speculation because the schedule hasn't been released yet. To oh, me yeah, personally, it would, 
me personally, it would have been the best option for the NBA just to throw everybody's name in a hat, pull names out. Like, like there's 22 teams. There's more teams from the Western Conference than there is from the Eastern Conference. So, like, there's going to be not even amounts. And I think it's, what, 13 from the Western and 9 from the Eastern? So, it's like, there's not even an even number of teams in the Eastern, each conference. So, it's yeah. not like you can play only your conference. So, the, I would just, like, at this point, throw everybody's name in a hat and just pull names out and there you go. That's the teams you're playing. You could play the bucks three times. You could play the bucks once. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like at this point, how are you going to come up with a schedule that someone's not going to complain about? And the because, Pacers, the Pacers are going to be. Well, Victor Oladipo, I wonder back. how good, but he was not, he was a zero when he came back. So hopefully this yeah, time but, off would help him. Jeez. That's, that's what's it. scary is who like, and you know, I'm, I'm a little rusty in my NBA right now because it's been a while since we were in the thick of it but I who who's coming back that you know is going to be big play like big there for is their that team t- there is that talk I only I guess I have all the teams left listed here too you got like you know you got Bucks Clippers I mean Clippers you let you let your two stars rest you know your two guys that are pretty injury prone um with uh Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard Why? they're going to be they've been resting this whole time or like resting but they haven't had to play so they should come if they come back and play alternating games or no back to backs. I'm going to be pissed. Oh my gosh! Because there is a, what they did say in the eight games. There will be you are required in those eight games. You are going to be playing one back to back game. They said there's no ifs ands or buts about it. There will be a back to back game. And I tried to read into that. Is that mean that you're going to play at eleven o'clock in the morning, and at oh six o'clock at night, or is it that you're going to play a six o'clock at night game and you might play an eleven o'clock in the morning game or a six o'clock? You are going to play back to back days. There's there's at least yeah. one of those for every team. Um, but other than that, I don't, I don't know. A lot of these teams, I guess they said that, um, what's his name? Rockets, uh, the bearded man. Um, uh, Harden. Harden has lost some yeah. weight and he's thin. So I don't know if that means smoother. I mean, either. Um, <laughs> who was, I was trying to say that to somebody the other day was like the, the, the fact that he will score 45 points and his team will lose. I oh, still yeah. wouldn't. How do you not make that mental thought that if I were to pass the ball at one point and let someone else shoot the ball, yeah. that we might have won the game? It, I do want to preface this when I say I hate that guy. I, I only hate, hate them <laughs> because they're on other teams. No, if you can, <laughs> yeah, I don't but, have genuine hate still, for money. These players, there was a few. I don't know the money. The money that he's pay, they're paying him. Well, a lot of those things, I say yes. <laughs> I hate this guy. I don't, I'm not a big fan of you know you know Jimmy Butler. Per se, right? I'm not a huge fan of him. But if he came to Boston, I would, I would, I'd be a fan of Jimmy Butler. But there's certain players, James Harden's, even Russell Westbrook, the money that he's being paid to do what he's doing on that team, I'd rather take the thirty million dollars that Russell Westbrook's being paid and split it between two players at fifteen million dollars. That's what I would rather do because of the fact that I don't think when they go off, their teams don't usually do. It's not like an equal equation. It's not like James Harden goes off. And right. the Rockets win. It, it's not like that. In Boston, the reason why there's not like a high score for the team is because Kemba, Jalen Brown, and, and, and um, Jason Tatum score 15 or 20 points a game each. Right. And it's like if one of them doesn't have a good game, as long as the other two bump Someone their game up is, yeah. or Gordon Hayward comes into play and like does something, then it's fine. If, if does something. Russell, Russell Westbrook. You know, say he's sitting out of the game, and then James Harden goes off and scores 45 points, and they lose. That means there's nobody else in that team that's doing anything. And I just feel like a team like the Celtics have that Patriots mentality where it's like there's no all-star. 
even though Tatum was the All Star. Right. There's, there's no All Star, or you know, but well, there's it, a it team me... full of level tier below it. Yeah. You know I mean, there's no, there's a bunch of players that can do the job. Even like Daniel Tice, like he's not an All Star, but I would have him on but, every one of my teams. Like, yeah. Well, and that that brings me to uh, you know a part of this whole. 22 game and uh, like the way they're doing this is the teams that get along I think you're going to be better off through this whole thing I mean if you're quarantined with your team and you're not seeing hardly anybody else like you're you're in this bubble in and you're a team that doesn't get along very well like if you're the 76ers and you've had chemistry issues all season long between how does Al Horford fit into that lineup and, and all of that, that's going to follow you there. And that's not going to get better probably. So the Celtics, I think where they've had such a great year chemistry wise, I think hopefully that continues on and they're able to use that to their benefit. And because you're not going to have, you know, 40,000 fans cheering you on, you're going to have your teammates and your family. And so <laughs> And I want to touch on that for one second, but like the other one I can think of is the Jazz. Like Luke, the, the the thought that Rudy Gobert potentially oh. gave it to Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, it, it, the, the the COVID virus, that is going to be a storyline for the rest of this season because they're right. in it, and then going into next season, like he's so buried the hatchet or whatever. But like that's, I mean, like the NBA is closed down right now. Yeah, because of. Rudy Gobert, you know, not, I, I like he got that, it. I'm not saying I'm not blaming him for getting it. Like it's, and, and, right. and you know what? Let's be honest. If Rudy Gobert didn't get it, someone else would. Someone else would. I mean, Marcus Smart just, had it. And... But that idea that that team, like, it, there's a good chance that Rudy Gobert gave it to Donovan Mitchell. Oh yeah. Well, it's and, the like, fact that he, you know, touched all the microphones and was I like. I can't imagine what that locker room is going to be like. I just and, don't like. I can't imagine coming back and not having some sort. Do you get through the season and be like, okay, <laughs> after the season's over? we'll deal with this crap or do you, yeah. you yeah. bring it up ahead, ahead of time? I just don't know how that's going to be. It's going to be it, crazy, but to touch on your quickly, just to touch on your um, playing in front of no one. That's the thing I can't wait to see, honestly, because my, my Asa and I, Asa is a huge Lakers fan, which is going to be pretty cool. Also coming back that, here. Like that, I can't wait. Wow. Asa, yes. really? So he's a Lakers see, fan he and he's a, a Shaq fan. fan. No, he's a Lakers fan and a Shaquille O'Neal fan, like a like a period. So he was like a Shaq fan. He he's a Lakers fan, but he he like enjoys Asa. watching all basketball. So like he's a Lakers fan, but like he'll watch the Celtics and and so on. So we we give each other crap, which is really cool because it's fun having a friend like you who's a big Celtics fan as well. But it's right, also but cool to have someone who has like is not a fan of the Celtics. So like if you know when Dwight Howard, if they're a Lakers. Well, when they yeah. when they signed Dwight Howard, I gave him all the crap in the world. I'm like, you guys signed Dwight Howard? There's so many different players you could do it. And then he was able to come back to me and go, "How about that Dwight Howard signing?" I'm like, "Okay, it was a pretty good signing. He's kicking butt for your team." I and still, I, I hate that guy. I mean, they kept Dwight Howard and they waved to <laughs> Marcus Cousins. Like that's how well Dwight Howard's played that game that season. But the forty thousand skin, we were all excited. Ace and I were talking about because the first game that was going to be played in front of nobody was the Golden State Warriors. Before they canceled the season completely, when Rudy Gobert got the COVID virus, they talked about the Cavaliers or the sorry, the Golden State Warriors are going to play a game like the next day or two days later in front of nobody at their new arena. They're like, okay, we're going to continue playing. The COVID virus is happening, and we're going to play tomorrow's game in front of nobody. And 
it never happened because obviously they canceled the season or they postponed the rest of the season. So that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. You're going to be able to hear everything. Well, and it, it, you know, is that going to change the game? Is it going to be, is it going to be more competitive? Is it going to be less competitive? Is it going to be, it just, it, it, it leaves me with a lot of questions and how that's going to go. But I think it has, it has potential. Like if you've been watching, um, if you watched uh, the last dance at all, the, so here's the, I watched the first Jordan. five minutes of it. And then uh, Taylor's like, well, I think I want to watch that with you. Cause she's not really into sports as much as I am. Yeah. Period. So she's like, I think I might want to watch that for you. So I got all excited and giddy. Cause I'm like, Oh, if you're going to watch something with me, hell yeah, I'll, I'll pause it and we'll watch it together. And then we just haven't got around to it yet. But then I started putting on Star Wars and she started watching Star Wars with me. So now I had to put the other one. I'm like, okay, you're watching Star Wars with me. I'm cool. cool. (laughs) So same with you. We've been watching it with Jude, Gretchen and I. And so we've had to wait to coordinate. So we have two more to watch, but, but there's, there's one where they talk about um, Michael Jordan when he comes back and he's filming space jam. And so when he's down there, they made like on set, they made this big, bubble place for for michael jordan to be able to practice like he had just come off that loss i think where they didn't i don't know if they didn't make it to the finals they didn't win it but and so he's they're like we made this gym for you so you can practice and he would have all these players come down and they would play all these pickup games like reggie miller was there and a bunch of those guys were saying like those were some of the most competitive games that they had played and these are just pickup games and no one else is there, but it's it's those guys, and they're playing out of the pure love and it just like, and so is it going to be like that? That you know we're going to see like something really cool and special happen, or is it? You know I, I, that's what I'm just interested. I'm just to see the production value. Be. I mean, like I said, like I was saying about the whole, you be able to hear everything. Yeah. Right now, you hear the crowd over someone dropping the F-bomb or, or something or someone yelling at each other. The coach is yelling at the team because you have the crowd noise in there. Yeah. Are they going to pump in artificial they, crowd noise? If like they on TV? everything. Let's listen. Let's put it on YouTube TV or let's put it on like on NBA TV so you have to pay your subscription for HBO and just do behind you know the uh, all-access, whatever it's called, the uh, NFL one that was on HBO, the <laughs> NFL. Thing. Just do that yeah. and we'll just watch the whole thing like we're at the game. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did put it like on, on something, maybe you pay a subscription yep. and you get unfiltered player, like what they're saying the whole time. That would be, I, would be I subscribe cool. to NBA um, all access the, like the NBA package to watch it. Cause well, two reasons. I like to watch the games when I'm at work. So yeah. like we don't have the package at OBC. So I was like, well, I can put the game on late at night when we're closing down and I just need to be there to like, make sure things are going correctly and I can watch the 10 o'clock game on the West coast on TV. And when you play a game that's on TNT, so it's on regular TV and it's, it's on NBA TV, they play, you give you the TNT extra or whatever the heck it's called. And it's like, you can watch a player. So like when these, when the, the bucks are playing the Knicks or whatever, it's on Giannis the whole time. It's the whole Uh time. Like not, not the time he's on the court. It's the whole time. So the camera that's him <laughs> is him sitting on the bench picking his nose. Like it, it, the entire game, all you do is watch Giannis. It, but the problem with it is, is when he shoots, it doesn't follow the ball. It just is on Giannis oh, the whole is, time. So it's so stupid. like, what is the point of this? Like, I don't like yeah. Giannis that much that I want to sit him on the bench 
with a towel wiping his face off. Like, right. I want to see, like, have it be the star. So if it's not Giannis, then maybe Kevin Middleton or, uh, or Chris Middleton's on the court and maybe it's yeah. Eric Bledsoe or whatever. But there is this cool factor I wish that the NBA had, which is things like that behind the scenes. Like, you know, the coach has a GoPro on his chest yeah. so that you can watch like the whole, you know, game from the coach's v- uh, like i don't know if it's nba they they show the vr thing where it's like you could sit on the court like i wonder if that's actually like cool or if that's as i feel like we're gonna get a, a taste of it when we go to watch the nba with no fans i don't i don't know because you I they feel can't like do like an aerial view like they normally do and and that's why ace and i both talked about the idea they should have done it at local and like i go to orlando but play at high school gyms school's out of session yeah. Bring in your own, bring, bring in your own court, so there could be an NBA regulation court with the NBA lines on it and and, and the teams on it, or build new court. The other thing we said about is we I watched uh, Street League skateboarding, and on Street League skateboarding they build this court in or this this park in the middle of the arena, but when they leave that they don't bring the park to the next place. Part of it's their their nonprofit organization that donates oh, yeah. that park to a local community in that area. So they go to New Jersey, they do, they donate it somewhere in New Jersey or New York. In yeah. the NBA, if you go to a, play a game at Bangor High School, I'm just using it local, and then you take that court, and once you're done with it, then you just donate it to the school. So the school has a brand new court now. Yeah. And, we, and then, you're only playing cool. in, then you're only playing in front of a small gym, and there's no way to, like, the, the empty yeah. stands don't matter at that point. Right. You're not seeing thousands of empty seats. You know, I wonder if it's going to be – I'm assuming they're they're using, like – ESPN World of Sports, something down there, or they're going to make bubble places. Like, I don't think they're going to be in huge stadiums, anyways. I don't know yes. what the whole point play on that is, but there also is like if you have teams that have, if you have your 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 family, they're allowing family to come in. So I'm guessing at least they put the family in the first, you know, five or six rows. That at least yeah. you get something. But either way, I mean, the UFC has been doing events with nobody in the in stands right now, and. And Joe Rogan, like I said on the podcast, has been talking about how it's a different experience because in the UFC you hear the fans cheering, but this like with nobody, you hear like the impact of the fist, and you and you you uh, you hear yeah. movements that you never normally would hear. You hear the coach yelling at the the, the fighter more, so it'll be There's a different be experience. So many bleeps. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to figure beep. out. Like, how is that going to work out in the aspect of having nobody there to like drown you out and don't do a indianapolis yeah. colts thing and pipe in crowd noise um over the top of it it's gonna be weird so but yeah the biggest goal we have to, our biggest award and, and and amazingness is the fact that we're getting back to some sort of sense of normal life and that the nba is coming back it's, and playing in front of no fans or fans it's on tv i don't go to very many games in person anyway so yeah. it's not like i'm missing out much than playing in orlando instead of boston i just excited that it's back because that means that i can watch basketball you know, exactly. in the summer, you know, but it could cool be worse. Side. Could be worse. Cause uh, there's a good chance the um, major league baseball doesn't come back this season. So really, I've been wondering yeah. what's up with that, but. but which is weird to me. Cause I'm like, they've done like, you know, strike shortened seasons before. So I don't know why you wouldn't, but, and they have Straight. a better setup for it because of the spring training facilities. Yeah. Like they have places like Florida and in, in Arizona right. where there's places that already have ten ballparks within small distance. Yeah, from each and they other. don't sit hundreds of thousands of people. Don't cost as much to run, and you're there already practicing during the spring training anyway. Yeah. So I just I don't know what the future. Into. I mean, they're not going to play 162 games, obviously, 
because unlike the NBA, they can't go play in, <laughs> unless they play in only dome stadiums. So if they play in Minnesota right, yeah. and they play in like Toronto or something like that, but yeah. they couldn't come back to, to the same capacity. So the, the NBA is coming back and the good teams are going to be playing. <laughs> We don't have to watch out like the the Warriors get blown out by sixty points anymore. Yeah. See you later, Cavs. <laughs> oh, but I did like that because I when I was playing DraftKings, I could watch and go, okay, Giannis is playing the Cavs and he's playing. He's probably going to go for forty points. Let me pick him up on my league so that he gets the points and scores for me. Now it's a little bit more difficult to pick the teams because you don't right, know what's yeah. going to happen. But but it's exciting, man. Right. I'm pumped. So. We don't want to always talk. Is excited. We don't always talk Celtics. We'll talk a little bit of Celtics, I think, a lot, but we'll talk current events. So um, this is kind of a new format. We did a cool, like, just random events and talking about random things today. I think the format will kind of be every two weeks that we'll check in with each other, we'll talk, and we'll do a little bit of like you know, we talked about nostalgics things, and we'll do that kind of like segment. But then we'll. I have a. I only emailed Brian one this week because I didn't have time to do any more, but is to do like find some cool things to talk about do about 10 minutes on each segment you know brian looks into it i look into it and then we can add them all together and do like we'll talk the celtics we knew we already knew the celtics a lot both of us so it was easy for us but like if something cool happens i did watch a video i don't know if you saw it's probably old but the lion who was looking at the crowd and he was walking along (laughs) no um he was walking along the edge looking at the crowd at a zoo and he missed this step and fell in the water. No, I didn't see it's, that. I got to send you the video. It's hilarious. But things like that. If you see Brian, something online that's funny during the week, send it to me so we can talk about it. And then yeah. I can also, you know, picture and picture it uh, during post on like, okay. if you want to or put the link in there so people can see it, but we'll talk current events and we'll talk, you know, things that are going on and it brings it down to Brian and I just chit chatting. So there's not a guest every week to, you know, just learn about new things all the time. We can just talk about what's going on. I would like to personally avoid crappy things that are happening in the world. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, not that we're saying good news only, but we'll talk things that are a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more passionate for our, us. Um, you know, there is a lot of up unrest in the world right now. And, you know, we hope and pray that everybody's doing okay. But like you're learning all that on other social media networks and, and, and people let's divert from that and talk other stuff like basketball yeah. and other fun things instead of a, just talking down downer things in the world because there's enough of that already i'm already tired of facebook professionals (laughs) what was it that someone said uh, oh i saw a tweet we'll we'll, we'll kind of end in this but i saw a uh, a meme that said it's pretty sad the world that we live in now that someone with you know username big anime boobies 69 is the one that's telling the most information that's actually credible according to the actual cable news networks. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. Like the person with that Twitter handle is the one videotaping someone getting beat up and the national oh. news networks are the ones that are not actually, you know, tweeting out <laughs> yeah. something or posting something that means anything. I said, that is kind of funny how we are in this world right now, but um, yeah. hopefully we can shed a little bit of light in just some fun things and some, you know, non-serious <laughs> things. Cause there's a lot of that going on in the world. I hope we can just deviate from that. Not that we don't care about those matters, right, Brian? Like, we right. obviously care, but it's just, you know, there's a time and a place that we can just try to deviate from that stuff. Yeah, and, just and talk I think, fun. too, that, you know, there's a lot of um, outlets out there that are um, able to give a lot of those topics the justice and the the coverage that it needs and, and you know, 
that's not our forte. So nope. I think we would just be a little bit of just an added noise to it. So Correct. Yeah. And it's like, we don't know everything. Um, we obviously have our opinions and stuff, but it's just best to let it leave it to the people who know what they're talking about right now. Not like I said, this, the silence in things is not us not caring. We're hopefully trying to like give you another outlet for something else. Cause hmm. you know, all of us have Facebook and Instagram and you scroll through, it's all we see right now. So it'd be nice to have something that like, you know, breaks it right. up a little bit and gives you something else to talk about. Um, so Brian will join me again in two weeks from now, hopefully. Let's do it. We're going to do every two weeks. This is like the idea. If something comes up and we have to move a guest around, there's an opportunity that Brian might join us two weeks in a row or miss two weeks or whatever. But the idea is to mix it up next week. We'll have, um, my buddy Spencer, um, from Spencer Wood from tip whip. Uh, he started the ride sharing program at, uh, UMaine. So it's college driven college students get in. Uh, so they, it's all college students. You have to have a college ID or college That's email cool. address to sign up to drive or who sign up to actually get a ride. There's no fares. You only tip the driver. So it's pretty cool. We had that a lot at OBC. So I want to talk to him about how he started that and so on. So that will be next that week. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, this will come out on Wednesday tonight. So not tonight because this is Monday, but on Wednesday night, uh, Jay Cochran and Will at uh, the Bangor Comic Con uh, have two guys that were on The Walking Dead. Um, Jerry, who was on The Walking Dead. Um, I forget his name. Forgive me. And then one of the zombies, one of the walkers that walked Michonne on The Walking Dead, they're going to join them to talk, um, you know, being on The Walking Dead and other random crap. So I just want to give them a shout out. Awesome. Did that guy, hey, like, man. Get, did he get shot, like, in the in the episode? No. No. Oh. <laughs> no, they're both great guys. I met uh, Be cooler them. if you did. <laughs> Jerry from The Walking Dead, I met him. Last year at Comic Con, he was one of the greatest people I've ever met in my entire life at a Comic Con or a, a so celebrity, me, but... a celebrity for say. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, he was just unbelievable. He gave, he asked you personal questions like, "How's his life? Where do you work?" You know, oh, and all cool. that stuff. And it's just pretty cool. So the other guy I never met, but they're doing a good job over at the Bangor Comic Con. Nice. Um, so, but I think I'm also, supposed to be on one of those podcasts soon, sometime soon. We were supposed to be on last Saturday, but you were busy. <laughs> I feel like every time Will asks me, I'm like, ah, I hate to do this, but. I can't do that. Sorry. I can't do Sweet. that night. So, um, and really, buy some unrest times, coffee. The only times he's asked me is when you were on there, and so I kind of, I'm holding out for some. Hey, I'm going. I was waiting. I thought I was going to be the first three-time <laughs> guest. I'm already the first two-time guest, so I'm going to be the first three-time guest when you come on with me. Oh, that, I would think I'm slated for the 24th. Is what yeah. I think he's looking at. So, so I, but buy buy unrest coffee. Do it. Thanks, Brian. Oh, look at that. Look at the stickers. I got my Ungress coffee in the mail. Uh, well, in the mail. I picked it up. But my grinder got delayed on Amazon. It won't be until tomorrow. So, oh, so I bought a new haven't... electric grinder. So I haven't actually got to use it yet. I have to use the crappy. Tell you what. I, last time we talked. Yes. Newman's own organic is not good. <laughs> I put it in there. I'm like, this is going to be okay. And then I tried it. I'm like, this is not good. This is like burnt coffee. <laughs> this is not good. So, Yikes. but uh, thanks for listening on, on guys um you can follow us obviously on instagram and all the different things on any podcast network brian thanks for joining us again man i'll see you in a couple weeks okay always a pleasure peace